Genesis chapter 46. Verse 33 and verse 34. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh shall call you, and shall say, What is your occupation? That you shall say, Thy servant's trade has been about cattle from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers that ye may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. For every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. And I would like to minister to you from this thought. We be shepherds. We be shepherds. Father, we praise you. Lord, we praise your glorious name, O oh God. We magnify you. We exalt you this day, God. I praise you, Lord. You are God and God alone, Lord. Thank you in everything that you do in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We be Shepherds, amen. It's amazing to watch the, the, <laughs> never mind. It's amazing to watch shepherds and their flocks, amen, as they graze out across pastures and as they lead them through greener pastures, amen. When I was a young soldier back in the seventies and I, I was overseeing a, a petroleum tank farm area, and it was a very large area, and so we had a lot of grass uh, in around that area. And in the spring and in the summer times, it was always so green and pretty. And there was this shepherd that used to come through, and he had a lot of sheep, and he would always ask me if it was okay if I could open the gates and let his sheep eat around the tank farm, you know, because all the pretty green grass. And I said, sure, and I'll open the gate and let all these sheep come through and you know they just go around the tank farm they just eat all the grass it saved me a lot of work because we had to keep the grass cut so this way those sheep would come through man they just sit out there and they eat all and it also gave the grass a lot of good fertilizer (laughs) as well so it was always interesting to watch those sheep you know no matter how much they were eating whatever when that shepherd start moving those sheep would start moving as well. They would follow right behind him everywhere they went. And if you had one that, you know, want to stay, the dog would always run over and bark a little bit and he'd leave as well. You know, when you begin to look at this story uh, here with, with Joseph and his father, we know that through Joseph's dream that Joseph had and Joseph wind up, you know, down in Egypt and Joseph had spent time you know, in prison for Potiphar's wife trying to seduce him. And now Joseph find himself as the second in command and there's a famine in the land and there's going to be seven years of famine and two years of the famine has already hit and there's another five years.
years of the famine as well. And so finally, Jacob hears that they're grain down in Egypt. And so he sends his sons down into Egypt to buy grain. And it's then that his, his sons realize that Joseph is still alive. And then Joseph sends for his father. And he, as he's coming down into Egypt, Joseph meet them and Joseph tell them, he places them in Goshen, which means to draw near. The name Goshen means to draw near. And so it is here that Joseph placed his family and he began to tell his, his brothers and his father that when Pharaoh asks you what is your occupation, that you tell him we are shepherds or we've been tending cattle because the shepherds was an abomination to the Egyptians. Some scholars believe that this was because of the outside shepherds would sometimes come in and they would raid other sheepfolds and take more sheep that was not theirs. And so the Egyptians did not like outward shepherds. Amen. And so Joseph, I believe, knowing that there's another five-year of famine and he knows that his fathers and his brothers uh, has livestock and they need to have a place that, to take care of them. And so he placed them in the Goshen. And so Joseph says to them, when Pharaoh asks you what is your occupation, you say that we have been shepherds because every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Not only would this set presidents, but it was suitable for raising flock and raising herds, uh, and it would provide security between the Egyptians and the Jews, because the Jews was not to intermingle with the Gentiles. Uh, and so, and as a result, it would give them that separation. And also, Goshen was close to Canaan. It was right up against Canaan, so that when it was time for them to depart, amen, out of the land of Egypt, because God didn't bring them down there to keep them there. They was only going to be there for a while. It would be an easy exit route for them to get back into Canaan and to the promised land. Amen. And so when Pharaoh says to them, what is your occupation? They says unto Pharaoh in Genesis 47, thy servants are shepherds, uh, both we and our father. Amen. Both we and our father or shepherds. Uh, we can see throughout Scripture that many men and women were classified as shepherds. Uh, we know that Abel, from the creation, of, started out, the Bible tells us in Genesis 4, verse 2 through 4, that Abel was the keeper of the sheep, uh, but Cain was the tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit uh, of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the first sins of the flock uh, and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel's offering. So we can see one of the first shepherds uh, that is mentioned is Abel. And the Bible would say of Abel in Hebrews 11, 4, by faith, uh, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness uh, that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by him he being dead, yet speaketh. Uh, 
Amen. We see that Rachel was also a keeper of the sheep uh, in Genesis 29, verse 6 through 9. And it said unto them, it is well. And they said, he is well. And behold, Rachel, his daughter, cometh with the sheep. Uh, and he said, lo, it is high day. Neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. What are ye the sheep? And go and feed them. And they said, we cannot until all the flock be gathered together until they rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Then we watered the sheep. And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with their father's sheep, for she kept them. So we see Rachel would be classified as a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd at Exodus 3.1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert uh, and came to the mountain of God, even unto Horb. Uh, we see that Moses uh, found two things uh, in his life in Midian that he did not find in Egypt. Uh, he found a priest uh, and he found a counselor, and it would be Moses' father-in-law when he brings the flock of the children out of Israel. It was his father-in-law, Jephro, that began to give him counsel how to lead God's people the right way. Amos was also a shepherd. And Amos 7, verse 14 through 15, then answered Amos and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, uh, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was a herdsman and a gatherer of sycamore fruit. Uh, and the Lord took me as I followed the flock. Uh, and the Lord said unto me, go prophesy unto the people Israel. We know that David uh, was a shepherd uh, in 1 Samuel 17, 20. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench uh, as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. So we can see that they were men and women mentioned in the Old Testament and throughout. They was the keeper of the flock, uh, and they were the keepers of the sheep. Uh, David would say in Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd, uh, I shall not want. Uh, he maketh me the lie in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod uh, and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus Christ was saying, John 10, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd give his life for the sheep. But he that is a harlan and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeing the wolf cometh, uh, and leave the sheep and flee, and the wolf catches them, and scatter the sheep. 
the harling flee, because he is in harling and care not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep, and I am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this foal, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one foal, and there shall be one shepherd. Jacob's son says, we, your servants, has been shepherds and keepers of flock, and our fathers was also shepherds. So if the father is a shepherd, then the servants has to be a shepherd. Jesus says in Isaiah 43, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, and neither shall there be after me. I even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. So if I'm a servant of the Lord, and my father is a shepherd, that means the servants, they said, and the father is both shepherds. So we be shepherds. Amen. We are responsible for caring for the flock. We are responsible for caring for the sheep. Jesse and Miriam, the reason you're called a shepherd, because your father is a shepherd. Amen. So you have to realize, amen, the same way Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Amen. We be shepherds because our father is a shepherd. I can't get away from it. Paul says, but to us, there is one God, the Father, and one Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's the shepherd. He's the great shepherd. So that means I'm a shepherd. Amen. And I'm an abomination to Egypt. I'm an abomination to the world. Amen. The world doesn't like you because of who you are. They like you because they like you because you're a shepherd. Because your role is to care for the flock and to take care of the flock. You see, a shepherd is a servant. You are my servant, said the Lord. A shepherd is humble. He keeps himself humble. A shepherd has to have endurance because he leads the flock. He leads them the greener pastor. He goes before them to make the way straight. A shepherd is a protector. He oversees. He looks out for the flock, as Peter says, to take care and look over the flock which the Lord has made you an overseer. A shepherd is a helper. He's helpful, amen, to those sheep. He looks out for them. If one goes astray, Jesus says, he leaves the ninety and nine and go find the one. A shepherd is also an explorer. He looks for greener pastors. He looks for greener place to lead his family, to lead his sheep to. A shepherd is a resistor. He resists evil. He resists wrong. He doesn't lead the sheep uh, into evil territory and to wrong places. And a shepherd is well disciplined. We be shepherds. Praise God. Feed the flock of God over which the Holy Ghost has made you an overseer, which he has purchased with his own blood. If you notice, Rachel was a shepherd. 
it doesn't seem like that till you read it. She was the keeper of the flock. And as I read that, and then I read about the men that was a shepherd, then I got a little deeper understanding. What Paul would say in Galatians 3, for as many as you have been baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs according to the promise. So if our father is a good shepherd, then that means all of us in the fold, all of us in the flock, amen, is to be shepherds. We need to feed the flock of God. We need to look out for the flock of God because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Jesus said, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearts, uh, to preach deliverance to the captives, uh, the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, uh, and to preach the acceptable years uh, of the Lord. Uh, we be shepherds. Uh, and Paul, writing to the church of Philippians, uh, in the second chapter, he says, if there be any consolation in Christ, uh, if there be any comfort of love, uh, amen, if there be any fellowship of the Spirit, uh, if there be any bowels of mercy, but fear ye my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being in one accord and one of mine. Amen. He says, let nothing be done through strife and vain glory, but with loneliness of mine, let each esteem others better than themselves. Not every man look on his own things, but on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, amen, and take of him, self, amen, the form of a servant, and then found in the fashion of a man, likeness of a man, and in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Our Father is the great shepherd and that makes us shepherds. We be shepherds. We have to be the same. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We be shepherds. Praise God. Aren't you glad you get to hang out with some sheep? <laughs> Praise God. We be shepherds. And there went out a decree, Luke 2, a Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be taxed. And this tax was made first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And every man went to be taxed. And Joseph, amen. What did Joseph do? He went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, unto Judea, unto a city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. He's a shepherd. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. 
to be taxed with Mary, his spouse wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they was there, the time, the day came that she would accomplish, she should be delivered. And she brought forth their firstborn son and wrapped them in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, for there was no room for them in the inn. And now, notice, and in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord appeared unto them, and the glory of God shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swollen cloths, lying in a manger. Amen. And suddenly, there with the angel, a heavenly host, uh, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, uh, goodwill to all men. Amen. And it came to pass, as the angels went away into the heavens, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go even now unto Bethlehem and see this thing which God has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Amen. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the sin which was told them concerning this child. Notice those words. They made known abroad. The Bible says in Acts 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Now dwelling at Jerusalem was Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Watch. Now when this was noise abroad, The multitude came together and was confounded because they heard every man speak in their own language. And they was amazed and marveled, said one to another, Are not all these which speak Galileans? And how we hear every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born, Perthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia and Phygia and Pamphylia, amen, and parts of Libya, about Egypt, in parts of Libya, about Serene, strangers of Rome, Jews, proselytes, Greeks, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our own tongue the wonderful works of God. And they was amazed and doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking, saying, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, and lifted up his voice and said, You men of Judea, and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be it known unto you and hearken unto my words. But these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but of the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass, said God, in the last days I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. 
Your young men shall see visions, uh, and your old men shall dream dreams. Uh, and upon my servants, uh, and upon my handmaidens, I will part of that day in my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I shall wonders in the heavens above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. Uh, the sun shall be turned into darkness, uh, and the moon into blood, uh, before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It was noise abroad. Why? Because they were shepherds. Because Jesus has said to Peter, Simon, son of Jomana, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He said, feed my lambs. He said, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord. He says, feed my sheep. He says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved. He says, yea, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus says, feed my sheep. That's why Peter would be called the shepherd. Amen. We be shepherds because of the Lord's doing, not of our own doing, but because our Father is the shepherd. Therefore, we be shepherds. Amen. We are responsible for taking care of the flock of God. Abel was called when he was in the field. Moses was called when he was in the field. Amos was called when he was in the field. David was called when he was in the field. They was keeping watch over their flock. The same way those shepherds on the day that Jesus was born was keeping watch over their flock by night. And those shepherds, when the angel says, Behold, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And they made haste, and they came to see the things. They said, Let's go see this thing that the angel has told us. And they came with haste. And when they had seen it, they made noise abroad, and people wondered it says, of the things that was told them of the shepherd concerning the child. But what happened to Mary? She pondered all those things, and she kept it in her heart. And the shepherds returned with joy, glorifying and praising God for the things which they had heard and which they had seen. See, we are shepherds. We have seen, we know that this thing is real. What a wonder it is. Amen. Because our father is a shepherd. Hallelujah. I am the good shepherd. And I lay down my life for the sheep and another. They will not follow. Praise God. He leads them to greener pastures. So you can see why David would say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie in green pastures. We be shepherds. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. We have to let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. As the Lord says to his disciples and to you and I, go ye therefore and to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We be shepherds. We be shepherds. Praise God. Praise God. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. Genesis 47, 1 through 6. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They say, Moreover unto Pharaoh, for to sojourn in the land are we come, for thy servants have no pastor for their flocks, for famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray thee, let thy servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee, and the best of the land Make thy father and brethren to dwell in the land of Goshen. Let them dwell. And if thou knowest of any men of activities among them, then make them ruler over my cattle as well. We be shepherds. And the world is going to probably want you to take care of their sheep. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. So prepare yourself, amen, to be able to lead the flock that God leads you to, the people that God leads you to. Amen. Lead them to greener pastures. Lead them to the water that they can drink and never thirst again. And that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit, that they that believed on him would receive, because Jesus was not yet glorified. But I come to tell you, he's glorified today. Amen. And you can drink and never thirst again from this fountain of living water because he is the great shepherd uh, and he leads us uh, to that living water. He leads us uh, to those greener pastures. Uh, That's why you can see the stories uh, that is being told of the multitude, uh, how Jesus takes them and he says that there is a grass field uh, and Jesus says to set the multitude down, uh, amen, and divide them up uh, into hundreds and into fifties, into tens, uh, and he blessed the bread and the loaves and he gave to them and said pass them around they all had enough to eat uh, you remember what they said uh, at the well with Jacob uh, when he was going to his uncle Laban we can't remove the fountain we can't move the rock uh, until all the flock is gathered together uh, but I come to tell you today uh, you can drink uh, amen because we are gathered together because Jesus says where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am 
him in the midst of thee. He knows what we have need of. Amen. He wants you together, together. We do not neglect the assembling of ourselves together because the shepherd pulls us together. He brings us together. He leads us to greener pastures. He leads us to things. Amen. That's just right for us. That's the role of the shepherd. Amen. And our father is a shepherd. So therefore we be shepherds. Praise God. Father, I praise you. Oh, God, I worship you, Jesus. You are my God and my Lord, Jesus, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your blessings, oh, God. I thank you, Jesus, for everything that you do, God. You are the great shepherd, oh, God. You are the one that lead us. You are the one that guide us. 